Welcome to another episode of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. It's episode 19. I'm Taylor Ringgold and my co-host Griffin Warner is under the weather during this holiday week. But guess what? Griffin and I, if we're under the weather, if it's a holiday, we're still recording episodes for you guys. That's what's called dedication. Am I right, Griff? Dedication, yes. Uh, we're also dedicated to the game. Um, our best bets were undefeated last week, unfortunately. I can't count mine as a winner because uh, the Phillies ended up scratching Zach Eflin. He started Saturday, but uh, Taylor did pick his beloved Yankees uh, who did take care of business in that opener against Tampa. Not so much the rest of the series, which we can get into in a second, um, but a nice one and oh, and I truthfully, there were some listeners that, that, that uh, tweeted us about a, a New York, New York parlay. Glad that went through and hit for everybody. Um, but you know, I just, I wouldn't feel in good conscience to take a win when, uh, the Phillies ended up throwing up another guy I'd never heard of. So, uh, congratulations on your victory, Taylor. Uh, what do you think about my series spotlight the Yankees losing the series in Tampa? Yeah, it was definitely tough, man, because it was a winnable game yesterday. I was working over in the weekend at WFAN. It's my other job. And I worked on Saturday and Sunday and watched both games. And you're just like, man. You know, even like even yesterday's game on Sunday was definitely a winnable game. Cole had a great day, you know. Um, and Severino, well, Severino, Severino yesterday was really. Yeah, Severino. I'm just talking about overall. Pretty underpriced. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I almost bet Severino yesterday. I thought I bet that him. number was insane. They were underdogs again on the road again. You know, it's not. And look, and I get it. You're versing. Um, McClanahan, who had the ninth lowest ERA in the bigs last year, but you know, the Yankees got to him like you know, I'm saying got to him is a couple runs, but that's what it is this year. Trying to get it. I had I had Yankees money line and a judge hit, and I got the judge hit right off the bat in the first inning, and then I was just kind of like, All right, now I'll just get a W, and uh, not so much, not so easy, but yeah, it's um, this is what I said to you before, Griff. So this is the opportunity right now for the Rays and the Blue Jays to get a leg up on the Yankees if they can because of what the Yankees are having issues with as of right now is the bullpen, a lot of people on the IL, and, of course, two automatic outs in the lineup with Gallo and Hicks. (laughs) I mean, Joey Gallo hit a ninth yesterday, I think, due to injuries, but that was not great. Uh, I don't think he made contact, but – so then looking at the other series that we highlighted, it was the Brewers and the Cardinals and a, a four-game split. Um, did you take anything from those? Burns was really good yesterday. But uh, I feel like the Brewers, uh, I mean, I guess splitting on the road is, is a good enough series for them, but I feel like that's probably not uh, – they're not leaving St. Louis with a, a very big smile on their faces. No, but St. Louis is leaving that series with – I think they're leaving with some positivity, even splitting. No one likes splitting a four-game series because that's a if you can win three out of three out of four or even a sweep in a huge when it comes to a rivalry like this. I mean, Jesus Christ, that's huge. But you know, the pitching I thought was pretty interesting to watch. And also, uh, I, I'm telling you, look, we don't talk fantasy on this podcast, and we might have mentioned a few times here and there. But if you want to pick up a guy that I think is going to have a really, really good approach at the plate and have a lot of success to going through this year. I think Nolan Gorman is going to be the real deal. I mean, his first career yeah. home run hit four for four. The guy's an absolute monster. And I think, you know, 
Griff, it's not like football where there's a difference maker, right? Like Rodgers can bring a whole freaking team to the playoffs, you know? Adding a guy like Nolan Gorman could be a huge, a huge piece of that Cardinals lineup that could uplift them over the topic. I'm serious because the kid is legit. Yeah, he's uh he's 100 percent owned in fantasy, basically. So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry I picked that him up. I wouldn't worry that uh people don't have him. I guess 64 on Yahoo. So like there's I guess there's plenty of leagues that don't have him, but he's my my concern he hasn't been starting against lefties, but usually gets in there to pinch hit or comes in eventually. And he's playing second base, I guess is normally a third baseman, uh, but is not gonna take that position from Arenado. Um, but I mean why not bring him up? The, the Cardinals were seeming like they were dragging their feet for a while, but he's been he's been pretty good to start. I mean, 406 OBP, not bad. And uh, I think without any further ado, you want you want to get into our Monday card? I would love to get into our Monday card, Griff. Hit right. us with the first Especially one. Because we're rec- yeah, we're recording this on Monday morning, so uh, hopefully everyone can get to this before you're or just you know put it on at your barbecue if you if you if you feel the need. That's a um, you can get some get some uh, investment advice just just while you're barbecuing. I think that's the way to go. Uh, we'll start with the first one. It's the the Brewers at the Cubs. We got Small against Swarmer. I got to say, two starters that I don't know a ton about, uh, but Small has been the, the the pickup of the day in all my fantasy leagues this morning. So I feel like there's got to be some sort of uh, good stuff about him. Currently, Small is minus one twenty three road favorite. Overrunner's 11, so that tells me the wind's blowing out at Wrigley. Uh, and I guess that's one of the benefits of recording the same day uh, with a game a couple hours away. But um, I just – the Cubs' bullpen was, was had some really great numbers earlier this year. Uh, I feel like ever since I saw them, like, linked to being the best one out there, um, it has been a disaster since then. And uh, best bets end of show. So what do you got for this one? Well, Ethan Small, I want to say that's his mm-hmm. name. Um, Thank you. He – he is a top prospect for the, the, the for the Brewers. He is supposed yep. to be the real deal. He's their number one pitching prospect right now in that system. And of course, yeah, like the Brewers need any more pitching help. This kid's <laughs> this kid's legit. So I I, th- I definitely take Eden Small today. I don't look. We always are. We always see big time prospects come up, and they're always limited. So just be a reminder of that. You know, would we see a six inning game from Ethan Small? Uh, maybe I'd say more times than not guys that come up like this, maybe five innings out of them. So take that with a grain of salt, though. The nice part is the uh, Brewers bullpen behind them should be pretty right. able to uh, hold on to that lead. So go to the next game. We'll go to Nick Martinez for the Padres visiting St. Louis. Packy Naughton, what a name. Uh, not in minus 110 favorite at home over under his nine. Nick Martinez, I mean, I think he went to Japan or, or went to Asia for a season and has been, I mean, pretty, pretty solid since he came back in. Uh, the Padres really had six starters or maybe even seven for five spots. We're rocking the six man rotation. Looks like Mackenzie Gore's back in and should be. And I feel like Nick Martinez deserved his spot as well, considering how well he's pitched. Kind of like him with a, I mean, a very slight plus sign in front of his name at the moment. Um, but also I do w- worry a little bit about the Padres lineup. So what do you think about this one? I, first of all, I do have to say Packy Naughton, maybe one of the all time mm. baseball names. I'll have to say pretty good, pretty, pretty, good. S- pretty solid baseball name. Um, Padres on the road. And let's see, what, what did you say? They were, they're a road underdog. About even. I mean, yeah. About even, about even. So we'll go with that. Um, 
I think Nick Martinez has impressed some people. We've talked about Nick Martinez on this podcast a few times. I think he's been impressive so far. And look, so are the Padres. They've been impressive. And this is a it's it's tough if you're a Cardinals fan, man. You like bet on the Cardinals back to back tough series, Brewers, and now the San Diego Padres. You know, it ain't easy, you know, trying to make a push in that NL Central when you're facing teams like this back to back. So um I think I'm gonna go with Padres in this one. Yeah, I lean that way. Um just looking at the Sunday, losing eight nothing while it's not great. At least you don't use your good bullpen guys because Miles Michaelis got torched. And so maybe that's good and puts St. Louis in a little better position. But uh, I thought you were gonna go with it ain't easy being cheesy. So uh, uh I'll just set it for the No, people. but that that's see, that's your wheelhouse. <laughs> You've had a few of those on the podcast already. So I was I was let you do it, but you did. Well, thank you for setting me up. Always, you always need a good assist man uh, for someone to throw down the dunk. Um, we'll go Giants next at the Phillies. Logan Webb at Kyle Gibson. Currently, Logan Webb has actually moved to a minus 108 favorite. Uh, he was a slight underdog last night. Um, Over-under is eight and a half. A uh, lot of juice to the over. Um, Phillies, I mean, what a brutal loss last night. God. Finally looking like they would steal a game, avoid a sweep. The ESPN commentators were saying how important it was that they could not waste an entire series. Um, but then Corey Canable just like middle, middle fastball to a, a rookie left, left, uh, left-handed hitter. And then all of a sudden the game's tied and they lose in, in either in extras or in the bottom of the ninth. Anyway, um, not a great series for Philly. And I, I got some issues for sure with Logan Webb. He hasn't been missing bats like he had in previous seasons, um, but Kyle Gibson has never really been able to do that either. I like the Giants uh, currently at the the slight favorite. What do you think? Yeah, if, you know, uh, you know what? I just saw this morning Joe Girardi might be on the hot seat right now. I mean, he should be. He should be after. And, and look, the Phillies have been playing the Mets. It seems like every freaking week they're playing each other, and Agreed. it's. And if you're a if Philly fan and you're getting your ass handed to you by the Mets, first of all, Joe Girardi definitely should be on the hot seat, unfortunately. But the Giants aren't slouches either. So if you're a if you're a betting man or you're a betting person, gonna be bet on this game. The Phillies are in the dumps right now, and I don't see how they're gonna have some success against Logan Webb, who is a pretty good pitcher. So um, I'm gonna take the road the road team here in the San Francisco Giants yeah I think so I mean Philly's currently 21 and 27 not off to a great start I mean they spent a ton of money beefing up a lineup so they're all power hitters but they can't they're defend just, as you saw Hoskins error last night that might have led to three I don't know if they're all unearned but three runs and then uh, they finally get a miracle lead with a three-run home run and can't hold on and that's uh, been the story of the Phillies or some of my best bets unfortunately uh, a lot of blown saves that have not been too right. fun to digest. Next, we'll go Miami visiting Colorado, and we got Pablo Lopez at, I think it's Ryan Feltner. Uh, Lopez is a minus 147 road favorite over under his 10. Um, that's a lot of respect for Pablo Lopez, who has been really good this year, but I'm still not sure I believe it fully. Really? You don't believe in this? This is actually who Pablo Lopez is? I mean, he's he's shown parts of that in the past. I just know that he's had real struggles missing bats in the past and like a fastball and a changeup. I mean, it's a tough park to, to give up a lot of contact because there's so much space in Colorado to, to, for singles to fall in. And then one single leads to another, to another, to another, and gets you in trouble. 
the nice part is the the Rockies lineup is is not great, but I mean I think it's stronger than Miami's uh, at home at least. Um, so I'm a little surprised to see that big of a number, though I, I certainly recognize that Pablo's been off to a great start. Yeah, you know we saw a solid start yesterday for, and a solid day for the Marlins yesterday, and um, you know Sandy Alcantara absolutely yeah. shoved yesterday. Um, I, I'm going to take Pablo Lopez. I think he's real deal Holyfield, and that's why that's what I'm thinking here. I think the Marlins have something with him and a few other starters in that rotation. I've mentioned that before. Um, like you know, we, we've been talking about the last few weeks, the Rockies have surprised us with how well they've played, but. I think Pablo Lopez is going to be one of the all-star pitchers for the National League. I think he's going to continue it on uh, today Memorial Day. Yeah, he's certainly off to a good start. Next, we'll go Washington at the Mets that we've talked about at length so far, um, I guess, on the side, but sort of they've been a topic. Uh, we'll go Eric Fetty at uh, David Peterson. Currently, Peterson minus 182 favorite at home, <laughs> which is a big number for, for that left arm. Uh, and to- total is eight and a half. What's, what's so funny over there? Well, because last time we talked about Eric Fetty, how bad he is. And I just, can you back Eric Fetty today in New York on Memorial Day? Can you back him right now? I mean, he's probably going to be responsible for some fireworks. So, I mean, if that's what you're into, um, I just, I'm into fireworks. I mean, the Mets, we, we've talked about the Mets plenty on this pod. And I feel like it's their team that puts a lot of pressure on you because they have a lot of contact hitters. Besides Pete Alonso, I don't see a lot of home runs in that team unless uh, Corey Knable's coming in, in the ninth. Um, but I just – the Nats, I mean, they're clearly not trying to win this year, whereas the Mets are out there trying to win, even though Buck Showalter is, is just mixing and matching and always failing with his bullpen, which is hilarious. But, um, I mean, I just – I don't think there's enough there for me to want to back the Nationals. So I'll move along to the next one unless you guys yeah. have something else you want to say on that one. No, we're, we're on the same page, yeah. David Peterson all day. Got it. Uh, Brewers at Cubs for, I guess, the second of two. Uh, we got a nice yes. little memorial doubleheader. So um, I don't know. You probably have to exit. You can't stay in for both games, but that would be cool. Aaron Ashby uh, at Drew Smiley. Currently, Ashby minus 136 road favorite over under 10 and a half. Brewers are uh, looking like they might be a, a road sweep of a doubleheader. Uh, Ashby's been really good. Uh, and I feel like he's finally going to claim that starter role that a lot of people were expecting from him. Drew Smiley's got some swing and miss, but also has a lot of swing and hit. Um, and, and the Cubs bullpen's not good. So I, I just don't really see these two teams anywhere near the same type of position. It's just helpful that Cubs bat last, but uh, they got to stay in the race for nine innings. And I think that's going to be hard. It's very funny that the only thing the Cubs have going for them is that they bat last. That's it. That's <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's tough, man. When the 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 Brewers for the last few years had their offense has sucked, but their pitching is what kept them in games and, and won them ninety plus games last year. And but it seems like the offense has gotten a little bit better over the last few weeks for the Brewers. I mean, eight nothing win yesterday. The runs okay. And I had a, uh, I think a three run home run yesterday. I want to say or a home run in general. But um, I mean, him making contact and uh, it going out of the infield is a big step for him. But yes, I would agree. He's been better lately. Yeah, so I, I it's just this is a Brewers W again, and it, yeah, hard hard yeah. to see the Cubs. I mean, with doubleheaders, they're often weird. You usually split them. I feel like, but I feel like if, if there's any time for a road sweep, it might. Be one of these day. games are going to be a bullpen game. One of these games are. I'm assuming. I'm assuming we're going to see a bullpen game, maybe in the first one with either team, even especially with Ethan Small. He could go five yeah. innings, even shorter than that, maybe four. Who knows? But. Um, 
yeah, this is a, a nice clean sweep. Next, we'll go Atlanta at Arizona. Spencer Strider finally getting the nod in the starting uh, rotation, which is a big, big deal because he's been awesome and has a pretty good mustache, uh, got to say. Arizona is starting Zach Gallon. Currently, Strider is minus 118 favorite on the road over under eight and a half, which seems like a pretty big total considering those two arms that are starting. Um, I'm guessing we're not expecting Strider to go too deep in the game. I feel like he's been on one inning or two inning or maybe maximum three inning type of uh, rolls out of the bullpen so far for the Braves, but I'm pretty interested in that big arm going forward. And it seems like they're going to try to stretch him out into bigs, which is pretty cool. Uh, Zach Allen's been really good so far this year. Um, been some questions about his health, but uh, everything looks good so far. Um, what do you think of Strider in this first start? Yeah, so Strider, I'm, you were just talking about his innings. He hasn't eclipsed more than four innings in a game. On May 6th against the Brewers at home, he went four shutout innings uh, with eight strikeouts and a lot of four walks. He's been mostly a, it seems like we're seeing on average, maybe two, two and two-thirds innings kind of guy here. Um, he's had really one, maybe one bad start, one bad appearance, I want to say. Um, he's absolutely shoved. He has been a big surprise watching him in spring training, throwing, you know, and hitting 97, 98 with some movement on the fastball too, with the short, short pants, the stash. He is kind of like almost the old school type of look of a pitcher, which you kind of like to see. Um, but we talk about the deep backs a few times on this podcast and how great their pitching has been. And it's led by this guy, Zach Gallon. I'm kind of torn here, Griff. I might be backing the, the D backs here. I might be I mean, backing the D backs because the only the thing snakes. is because the strider, the strider strider has not had a lot of length. This might be a bullpen game for the, for the Braves. If strider can go five innings, Maybe the maybe that's a better opportunity for betters out there, but he had he's never eclipsed four innings in a game so far this year. I think it's very unlikely he's going more more than five innings. Probably unlikely he gets five. So I, I think it's probably a shorter start. Um, but I, I think we'll see how long he can go. Um, maybe he's got 60 pitches in him, 80 pitches, something like that. Um, but certainly you're gonna be looking at a lot at the Atlanta bullpen, which is a little bit scary uh, for multiple innings uh, when you're a road favorite. That's for sure. Next we'll go Pittsburgh at Los Angeles, uh, Zach Thompson at the Los Angeles Dodgers, Walker Bueller. Uh, this might be the biggest spread we've or line we've talked about all season. Currently Bueller minus one, three fifteen favorite <laughs> minus three one five. I think we had another 300 favorite uh, earlier, $3 favorite. I think it was the Yankees, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is huge. Zach Thompson, um, he's going to have a lot of work cut out for him to try to hang around in this game. Uh, over-under is eight, uh, but I got to say, I'm not interested in going against Walker Bueller. Yeah, that's your boy, dude. That's your Shaw Young candidate right there. It is. Um, yeah, look, 315 is absurd. So I think the general public will understand who's going to be uh, a majority vote here. I mean, it's probably overpriced because who the heck is betting the Pirates? But, um, yeah, this feels like one Some of those that's going to climb to infinity. Pirates. Yeah, I Some mean, some people man. like money and uh, some people see ways to invest it, you know. Some people play the lottery every Tuesday or whatever. Uh, next, we'll go to the AL, and we have Minnesota at Detroit, Dylan Bundy at Bresky. Uh, currently, Bundy a minus 148 road favorite, which is uh, – Elevation is giving me uh, nosebleeds on that one. That is monstrous. But uh, Detroit, and I guess over-under is eight and a half. 
Um, I don't really believe in Dylan Bundy, but Detroit can't hit. So uh, that puts me in a pretty tough bind to want to back the home dog. You know, last time we talked about the Tigers, Fido got rocked against the Guardians. And I think we both had, or maybe it was one of us, I might have been the one on the opposite end. I don't know. And it really pissed me off because we talked at length, like, oh, Fido's actually kind of good. And then he gets absolutely tits rocked. Um, Anyway, well, that's I'm a gonna big term. Go, you know, you, oh, that's a baseball term. That's like inside baseball kind of term. Um, yeah, that's for the 18 roller club there. Um, <laughs> Dylan Bundy, I, I know he's uh, very hit or miss throughout his whole career. I just can't see this other pitcher for the Tigers having any success. He really hasn't any. He's had zero success this year. 0 4, a 5 ERA. I mean, Bundy's almost there with a 5 2, but. Um, I'm going to go. I'll with let team. it be known for the people that Fayedo had a pretty good start as the bullpen that really let it get out of hand. But the problem is Detroit's bullpen is going to be uh, probably pretty apparent in this one as well. And that's not <laughs> going to go great. No. Next, we'll go Houston at Oakland, uh, coming off a pretty disappointing series for the Astros at Seattle. But I mean, the Mariners finally showed some life. Uh, but we got Framber Valdez at Paul Blackburn, your boy. Uh, and currently Valdez minus 172 road favorite over under a seven. Um, I mean, pretty big number for you to, to get back in the, the Blackburn camp. I'm looking at this, man. Like, why why is no one giving this kid some credit? Like, I understand the I, Astros I are that. good. I can understand the Astros have been phenomenal this year at 30 and 18. I get it. But Blackburn, it, look, ladies and gentlemen, listen to these numbers right now. 5-0, and oh, a 1-7-0 ERA, 36 Ks. This is a starting pitcher in the major leagues. It's looking like Paul Blackburn will be the only sole representative for the Oakland A's in the All-Star game. This, I just, I don't understand. Why, why are they not going to give him a little bit more? Uh, well, here's why. Because he his team is built with AAA players. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that don't really believe that Paul Blackburn deserves the numbers he's been putting up. You can't argue with him because he's done what he's done and he's shown some flashes in the past, but I feel like it's, it's come crashing down pretty fast, uh, in previous seasons. Maybe he, uh, sticks it out out there and stays on the same sort of path for the rest of the season. But, um, I don't know. I, I think there's some pause and I mean, people like to bet the Astros are a really good team. Uh, seems like a pretty big price. So I, I won't blame you for uh, any interest in, in the A's. Uh, next, we'll go Kansas City at Cleveland. We got Heasley at Zach Plesak. Currently, Plesak a minus one fifty-one favorite. Nine and a half is the total. And I got to say, I I've had a an on ongoing love affair with the Kansas City Royals for a couple seasons now. Um, this year, I've not been touching them much though because they just can't really hit whatsoever. It sounds like Salvador Perez is coming back or is back already. So that's great. And they need that badly because they just don't have any other hitting in that lineup. But seeing Zach Plesak with fastballs only at minus 151 seems pretty expensive. Um, got anything on the Royals that makes you want to play? Uh, no. You know, yeah. the, the, <laughs> I'm going to have to say no. Uh, this is just a – the lineup for the Guardians is Jose Ramirez, and that is it. Ramirez is the sole – representative for that offense unfortunately yeah you might see some flashes with some other players but uh, this is a terrible pitching matchup it's just garbage <laughs> it's just so bad like i personally look we're gonna tell you what team to, that we we would bet on 
I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to focus my money on the Guardians and the Royals today. Just not going to do it. But I think we would have to go with Plesak, correct? Uh. I would lean the other way, but I'm I'm not sure that I. I'm so conflicted because it's just a bad it's just a bad game. It's a bad game. I don't like it. Sorry for the, the Royals and Guardians fans that are listening. You know, there's better opportunities like Shane Bieber. Maybe I'll bet him on next time when he pitches. But I, I don't know. I just I don't know that Kansas City sitting bottom of the AL Central is really uh, someone you want to be backing at the moment. Next we'll go Orioles at Red Sox. You got Tyler Wells and his good slider at Rich Hill. Uh, currently Rich Hill minus one sixty one favorite over under is ten, and that is just a really really big number for Rich Hill to lay because he has like I mean some days he's one of the hardest guys to predict I think out there. Uh, he's either. Yeah. Pretty competitive, or you could even say good, or gets thrashed. And I feel like it's really hard to know when that's happening or when it isn't. Uh, do I think the, the Orioles are a team to do that to him? I'm not sure. But, I mean, the Mariners hit him really hard this year. I guess that was his only real blemish. But uh, that one sticked really – or was stuck out in my mind pretty well. Uh, what do you think about this, this matchup? The Orioles got a shot here? Well, the last time Rich Hill played the Orioles was this season on April 29th in Baltimore. Four innings and allowed one hit with four strikeouts, no earned runs. Now, are we going to be like, oh, that's freaking fantastic? No. I mean, yes, it's okay. Good start. Whatever, Rich Hill. But you're right. Rich Hill is maybe one of the more hit or miss guys out there because he doesn't top, you know, 89. He throws a lot of mixed pitches, looping curveball. But the one thing, if you're betting on this game, yes, the Red Sox have had a really slow start. But in this series, the Red Sox bats are on fire. I want to say J.D. Martinez is batting like 380 or something crazy right now. They had five home runs in the previous game against the Orioles. Stories on fire. Um, this, This lineup is heating up. And Tyler Wells... I wish they kept him in the bullpen because he was better in the bullpen. Um, that's up for debate, I guess. But I mean, what are you going to do if you're the Orioles, though? You know, I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess that's so. the hard part when you're not competing. Like, and unfortunately, on on random days like today, I mean, if you're not competing to try to win, I mean, everyone on that team wants to win every day. But it's hard to right. know really what the plans are for the future and all how all that fits in because ultimately, it's it doesn't really matter because you're just playing for draft picks, you know. Yeah, so look, if you if you want to bet the 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 Red Sox, I don't blame you at all. Um, because they they are they have been raking. I mean, I am correct. JD Martinez is betting 379 this year, five home runs, 60, uh 23 RBIs. He has five hits in this series alone. So uh, I would definitely definitely back the Sox in this one. All right, and last but not least, we got uh, the Tampa Bay Rays off a pretty good series win against the Yankees at Texas. And we got Drew Rasmussen, who's been awesome so far this year, ever since really ever since the trade from Milwaukee last year, last season, visiting 1-800-GLEN-AUTO, who has been pretty good so far. Um, Dude, that was that's not, I've, st- I've stolen that. That's not, it's not an original creation, but it did just make me laugh. say it because I would have believed like, you. I would have believed well, you. I just, I, I want to be honest with the people. Um, okay. but yeah, Glenn Otto, who's been, I mean, he's had some, some bursts of, of looking really good in the majors has also had some times getting tattooed. So we'll see, uh, Ray's lineup is better. I think than, than anyone sees it to be, but certainly doesn't look pretty. Anyway, Ray's minus minus one thirty eight favorites on the road over under is eight. 
Um, you think you like the home dog here? No, I I don't. <laughs> I absolutely not. When you will come off a, a series like the Rays, what they just did against the Yankees, they're hot. And look, Rasmus is another guy who hasn't his his longest outing this year was on April 27th against the Mariners. He went six innings and struck out nine. He has been a five inning pitcher all year long this year. His shortest outing was three uh, against the Chicago Cubs. Got roughed up a little bit, but you're right. Rasmus is Rasmus has been very very good so far, and I think coming off of a series like like they just did against the Yankees with the great pitching they did out of the bullpen and timely hitting. I, I think this is a, a nice series uh, opener here against the I, Rangers. I think whenever the Rays, kind of like with the Giants a few years ago, good teams when they get out of their really, really pitcher-friendly parks also seem to play a lot better. Not that the ballpark in Arlington or whatever it's called, Globe Life Field, is that hitter-friendly, but I think if anything is compared to the Trop. Um, so now that, that leads us to our best bets. Thanks for everyone for hanging out for, uh, the rest of the show, but I know this is, this is where the money is. Uh, Taylor, you, uh, were the, the lone victor, uh, as my, uh, unfortunately my pick didn't count last weekend, but, um, as you have now cut my lead to one and a half games, uh, you've been on a bit of a run lately. I want to say three, in a, three in a row. Um, so, uh, where are you going with this one? Oh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I wish I went second here because I have two picks and I'm trying to figure out which one I want to pick. Um, well, if I'm you want sh- me to, to split the difference, I can go first. Um, you can go I'll first. Take... Go ahead. You can go first. You can go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, really good uh, organization of a podcast live on air, but we do it for the people. We do. It um, for I'm going to take in this early, the first step of the uh, doubleheader. I'm going to back the, the prospect, Ethan Small. Um, I feel like I that. It, it's a little bit scarier to do. I, I don't love a road favorite, but I, f- I feel like um, with the Brewers and how they played and, and their lopsided victory, the bullpen's going to be more than available for them in that first game. I think they want to get that out of the way and they'll use their good arm in the first one. Um, so slight minus 120 favorite on the road. I think I've just kind of had it with the Cubs and I don't really believe in who they are. Um, there is some risk in, bat- in backing a, a prospect in his debut, but um, you know, or even young pitchers because they're they're hard to you never know if they get too jazzed up for a start. But uh on Memorial Day, I like the bullpen behind them, and I think that's a huge advantage for the Brewers. Hey Griff, I appreciate that bet because that's a it's a risky bet. You're risking with a rookie, but you know what? We believe in Ethan Small. This is Ethan Small podcast. We believe in Ethan Small. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say I, I'll tell you the two I have, and I will tell you the one I'm gonna pick. Okay. Okay. I like Zach Gallen as a road underdog. Yeah, home, home underdog. Home underdog. Home underdog. Sorry. Home underdog against Spencer yeah. Strider and the, Bra- the Braves. And I like Paul Blackburn at home as an underdog, but I'm going to go with the D backs. Okay. I, I have. Nice. A- I'm, I'm going to go with the D backs here. I like Zach Gallen, how he's been pitching well. And the reason I'm going to – he mentioned it before, Strider is not going to be hitting a lot of innings in this game. It's going to be a bullpen game for the Braves. Look, if Strider goes out of nowhere and goes six innings, then I might have a tough time. But the Diamondbacks have impressed me of late with their starting pitching, and I think Zach Gallon's going to continue his, his success against a pretty good lineup in the Braves. 
I mean, it's nice to give the people a little bonus. I mean, I, I know you can't quit Paul Blackburn, so uh, people tough, should man. probably expect it from now on. It's really nice that he seems to always uh, be a probable starter whenever we do the show. Um, but so there are your two best bets. Uh, I'm going to go with the Brewers game one uh, with Ethan Small, uh, minus 120. Uh, we got then Arizona from, from my uh, distinguished co-host, Taylor, uh, Zach Gallon, plus 108 underdog right now. You can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Uh, Taylor, give yours and then I'll wrap this baby up. You can follow me on Twitter at Taylor Ringold, T A Y L O R R I N G O L D. Griffin, I hope you have a fantastic Memorial Day. Rest up because we have a nice episode and next on our next episode. And guess what? We're gonna we're gonna celebrate that next episode with another two wins on our best bets so hope everyone's ready for that and if you are betting today good luck enjoy your memorial day because we're gonna have a lot of fun on this day and we will see you guys on the next episode mix in a water mix in a water there you go mix in a water have fun we'll see you soon